Hey, Rich. Hey, Michael. And hello, everyone. This is Bit Punch Radio, episode 012. This is going to be our special Cyber Punch edition of Bit Punch Radio, and uh, we're going to be also covering the Apple Fitness Plus. Uh, Rich, have you been playing with that? I did a workout with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really want to know your thoughts. I have I have thoughts, obviously. So, uh, but before we get into that, what have you been up to, Rich? Well, besides Cyber Punch. Yeah, besides <laughs> Cyber Punch, um, yep. not a lot new. Uh, still reading the same books, so still going through The Witcher, um, the second book, Sort of Destiny. Uh, really, the only new thing that I picked up this week is I started watching The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that at all? I started listening to the book. Oh, you did? Yep. Okay. Did you watch the show? Nope. Okay. So my wife, she read the book, or she listened to the book, and then watched the show, and she was like, that's the appropriate order. She said, um, <clears throat> the show is like really, really close to the book. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm liking it so far. So it's about a basically a young girl who uh, ends up orphaned, and... Uh, through different experiences, you know, she, she happens to be like really good at math and really good at chess apparently. So, um, mm-hmm. I, it, the, the show really doesn't get into if she's like autistic or like if she has some sort of, you know, uh, tendency towards those things. But, uh, it's kind of a, it's one of those weird, definitely kind of one of those weird slow burn shows. So it's, it's, it's been pretty interesting. I think I've watched the first couple episodes, um, but I'm looking forward to keep watching it. Yeah, the book seems pretty cool so far. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of her her mind definitely thinks differently. Like in the book, um, you know, she's basically drawing a chessboard on the ceiling and is like playing in her mind. Yeah, and that just that I, I don't understand that. Yeah, and so. she's like nine years old when she's doing that. So right, yeah, she's definitely yeah. gifted in some way. Um, yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that, that's been that's been an interesting show for sure. I'm gonna keep watching it. Um, How are you liking Dune? You know, I kind of started it, and then I thought to myself, I need to finish the Witcher book first because okay. Dune's a pretty big book. Um, so I kind of I kind of put the brakes on Dune, uh, the novel Dune. So we'll get back to that here soon. Yep. Um, yeah, it's really all that I have this week. Not a whole lot new. I've been pretty busy with work and holiday stuff okay well um i watched uncut gems i've heard a lot about that movie um i'm not the biggest adam sandler fan but my gosh that is that is uh very intense he's mm-hmm. a really great actor in that movie uh, he's got like this crazy gambling problem um <laughs> i want to talk about it so if you have any interest, I would love to like just kind of go over that movie because it's it is a three like I think he's like won awards off of it, which and he's like not the Adam Sandler that mm. you would think of at all in this movie. Okay. Um, it's it's it was on Netflix. Um, it's it's really good. So um, I don't know when that movie came out. I think that came out la- technically last year. Yeah, I feel like I've heard but, about it before. Mm-hmm. I think it's been out for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what else have I been doing? I've been playing around with, uh, like I said, Apple Fitness Plus. Um, 
Still watching Harley Quinn. I think I'm almost done with that show. Uh, a couple more episodes into Clone Wars. Still really digging that. Um, <laughs> so, do we do we want to just kind of dive into this? Because, well, actually, let's not dive into it yet. So, I bought Cyberpunk and had issues. We'll we'll get into that in just a little bit. Um, ended up refunding. I click the refund button on Xbox, and within five seconds, I have my acceptance email. Hmm. Um, okay. It was, uh, yeah, it was kind of shocking, like, how fast that went through, and I think they were probably getting bombarded uh, that day. I took I took the day off work to play Cyberpunk and ended up playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, God. Have you played that? Uh, no. Rich. It's, it's supposed to be a real bad game. It's not. What? Yeah. I'm actually enjoying it. Really? That game launched worse than Cyberpunk did at this point. So it was still playable, but I know what you mean. And they have patched out some of the jank, but it, uh, some of it is still there. Uh, like, I'm playing as uh, Sarah Ryder, the girl, and... I have no emotion in my face. Mm-hmm. She has weirdly large eyes. Uh, not quite like anime large, but kind of flirting with like these dead looking eyes. And I don't care for her that much as a character. But I do think the story that they're telling so far is pretty interesting. Um, you're on this ship and you're going to... Uh, deliver all these people on your ship. I think they said 20,000 people are going to start a colony on this world and you get there and obviously it wouldn't be a video game if shit didn't go bad. Stuff goes bad on this planet. Uh, You end up, um, you are there with your dad and he is the pathfinder. He, spoiler alert, sacrifices himself. This is like the first hour of the game. He sacrifices himself. Sarah Ryder is now the new Pathfinder. Not quite sure what that means, but she, I guess, is this badass. And it's kind of the same loop as the old Mass Effect games. You know, you're scanning planets. Mm -hmm. uh, You're scanning stuff, like, in the world. I landed on Eos, like, one of the first major planets um, after the kind of introductory tutorial level that you're in. And it's massive. It's really big. Um, you can kind of drive all over the place if you want to. Now, there's there's like plot points that you're going to, but it plays really well. I think they patched, again, some of that jank out. Um, and it seems steady. Uh, I just hear that it's a, so- it's a solid game. It's a, like a solid seven game to play. Hmm. And I think with just all the news of, you know, them remaking Mass Effect and stuff and just kind of looking at what people's thoughts are on this game now, how it stands today and it being on Game Pass definitely helped. I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll check it out. I, I can't play the game that I took the day off work and I was running through games. I was downloading stuff like left and right. Like I downloaded <laughs> Dragon Quest Eleven again and I, I, I just have a hard time with that game I you know I really like JRPGs but it's just a little too kiddish 
for my liking. Um, and they have all these accessibility, uh, accessibility features where they're like, Hey, you can turn auto battle on and you can just have it, uh, to where it's like fighting these battles for you. Cause you do have to grind in this game, mm-hmm. but then again, you kind of just start thinking, what am I doing here? I'm not even hitting any buttons and this <laughs> is just playing itself and I've got it on like max settings and the story is not that interesting. So why am I even bothering doing this? And that's kind of where I landed. I downloaded Wasteland 3 um, and it was way too similar to Divinity. I wanted to kind of branch out from there because I'm still playing the shit out of Divinity. That is the game of the world. It's fantastic. <laughs> um Gosh, what else did I download? There's a new card game out on Game Pass, Monster House or something like that. Um, I've heard good things about that, so I'm going to probably pick that up at some point this week. But I think I'm going to keep playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, I'm I'm actually enjoying it. And I stayed away from it because of uh, a lot of the negative backlash when it first came out. That was warranted, I get it, but... I think they've put work into it now that it seems pretty solid. And with, you know, all the uh, stuff that's been around Cyberpunk these past couple days, I don't know, like, how much we want to beat up on it, but um, I don't think I'll be picking up that game anytime soon. So. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty rough. Uh, been a pretty rough week um, yeah. since the launch. So, so yeah, I've if we want to dive into it, I've... I'm I'm probably fifth, somewhere between fifteen and twenty hours in. Okay. Um, I'm still playing on Stadia, uh, which is running perfectly fine. Uh, no. Hey. Not to uh, cut you off, but did you see that um, they added the Ubisoft Plus stuff to Stadia? I did not actually. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that was a that was a big thing that they that the Amazon uh, Luna service launched with, and I've seen a, a news article where. Um, Ubisoft is adding all their stuff. So you could play, you'd have to buy it again, but you know, you could play games through there. So, yeah. And actually this week, uh, Stadia, um, put their iOS stuff into beta. So now you can play on Apple devices. So that was a pretty big, uh, pretty big deal. Hey, they're having a, (laughs) they're having a a good week. They're having an okay week. Yeah. Yeah. It's an improvement. People have said the word Stadia a few times. So (laughs) It's a good. <laughs> it's a good week for them. Is that hashtag trending yet? Or? Yeah, I'm sure it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah. So cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean they've had a rough week. Um, obviously, the biggest issues has been the last gen consoles, so the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four, um, basically launched. I mean, borderline unplayable. Like those games run really bad. Um, I've tried since yeah. then. I, I did end up getting the day one patch finally on the Xbox One. And on the it, third day? Yeah, on the third day of, of Cyberpunk <laughs> Christmas, I got the patch. Um, <laughs> and it still runs terrible. Like, it, it just immediately, like, loading it up on the Xbox and, like, starting it up from where I left off and trying to run around. It's like, oh, God, this is just terrible compared to stadia so i'm now, just, I'm just you not you said yours it. is borderline but mine was unplayable but my xbox <clears throat> upscales to 4k content 
And so not only is the net code on that thing just trash. Which one do you have? Uh, which one? What? I'm sorry. Which Xbox? The One S, just like you do. Okay, so the One S only upscales media. It doesn't upscale games. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the One X will play games at 4K. But the One S. I thought S it was doing some sort not. of upscaling because it was even showing in the options. No. But no. And so I think I sent you a screenshot of my fo- of my um, of my screen. Um, I changed the setting to stop rendering at 4K mm. and just do 1080p, and the game basically would not play after that point. Hmm. And so I said, "Well, to heck with this," and I asked for a <laughs> refund. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty well. Yeah, mine played fine. I mean, mine ran, but it just looks so bad, and it runs at about 15 to 20 frames a second. Yeah. This is not how anybody wants to play a game. Um, so, so yeah, I've been playing on Stadia. Um, it's it's running fine. It's it's there's no issues uh, other than the actual bugs that are in the game. Uh, like every now and again, I can't aim down sights. Like the left trigger stops working, or the fire button will start stop working, or you know certain buttons. It seems like most of my issues are buttons. Like just they stop registering. Huh. Um, I haven't figured out. What if it's out. a Stadia thing? No, I don't know. I've seen it in other places too. Um, okay. Other people talking about that. So I think it's a, a cyberpunk thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I'm as far as the the news, the newsy stuff. Um, they they basically released a, a, a press release on their Twitter account saying, "Yeah, we know it runs like crap on you know base PlayStation Four and Xbox One." Um, you know, we probably should have spent some more time on it. You know, we're going to release, they're going to release a patch in January and then a patch in February. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did it, they did say it probably won't make it look any better, uh, but it may make it run a little better uh, as far as frame rate, which I found yeah. to be kind of, uh, kind of a letdown there because it looks real bad. Um, like, I think, they're, they're, I think I saw on Digital you're Foundry. You're talking about that yellow. That yellow yeah. screenshot. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, yeah. That was a very human response. Yes, it was. A human wrote that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. Which is nice to see. I mean, they as much crap as they're getting this 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 week, and as and as many mistakes as, the, as they have made. Like they should have never launched the game that way. And and some of it's on PlayStation or Sony and, and Microsoft. Like they should have never signed off and passed cert on those copies because they obviously weren't anywhere near ready to play. Um, so, you know, mistakes definitely made there, but, but the CD Projekt Red has a pretty good reputation for, for, uh, supporting their games and, you know, how much they can support these two consoles. We don't really know. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit of a, uh, you know, the, the, they were pretty frank about it, not making it look any better, making it run a little better because on, I did watch a bunch of the digital foundry, uh, YouTube videos where they break down the different versions, and those guys are kind of the experts when it comes to game performance. Oh yeah. Um, if you've never watched their stuff, you should go watch their stuff. It's 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 really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But like the Xbox One X version or Xbox One S version, like the base Xbox One, it's running at like less than 720p at, in some places, which is crazy. Wow. And that's why it looks so bad. And the PlayStation Four doesn't run much better. It does run a little bit better, 
And then what gets stranger is the um, Xbox One X runs slightly worse than PlayStation 4 Pro. But then when you bump up to the new consoles, the Series X runs a little bit better than the PlayStation 5. So there's not a lot of continuity in like what console runs it the best. Right now, it seems like it's the, it's the Series X. Uh, the Series S actually runs it pretty well, too. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's kind of been their week uh, as far as the performance stuff goes. But then they, uh, they kind of followed up that, that statement with, you know, if, you, know, if you, you can opt to get your refund for your copy, you know, for copies purchased digitally, they wanted you to use the refund system on PSN, so PlayStation Network, or Xbox. And then for box versions, try to re, you know, take it back to the store where you got it. Um, yeah. Which is funny because, like, right after that, people start trying to get a hold of Sony and Microsoft, and you said you were able to get a refund from Microsoft. But Sony was just, like, immediately from a lot of the people that I saw on Twitter and social media were like, nah, you know, it's we only refund games that are faulty. You know, that was the kind of the buzzword going around. And then uh, right before we started recording this podcast, I saw a tweet uh, or a bunch of tweets that uh, and this has been a couple days since this statement was made by Cyberpunk and people trying to get refunds on the Sony store. Uh, Sony has pulled Cyberpunk from the store and are going to offer people refunds that have purchased the game digitally through the store, which is, I think, unprecedented. I, I can't think of this big of a game that's been pulled from a store because it doesn't work. It's 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 kind of nuts. They ever do that with one of those like NBA games, those NBA two K games? Nah, that, they're not um, the two K games, the EA games. Those those just never came yeah, out. The, yeah. Oh. Okay. And like stuff will get pulled from the store for like uh, explicit content or you know code well, theft or speak, stuff like speaking that. Speaking of that, <clears throat> did you see? You know they they kind of help. Do they own GOG? Yeah. Okay. So did you see what happened with that storefront? Uh, this week, no, they announced the that there was going to be a game that was going to be put on the store, and it was like part of their release. And um, there was a I can't remember the world leader that was in the game. Uh, a version of him was in the game that you could kill, and so they uh, issued a tweet and said that you know upon further investigating. We are not going to be putting this game up on the store. Hmm. But it's just like, my gosh, what a week <laughs> at that company. Goodness. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> if you are actually seeking out a refund for Cyberpunk, they have a what they have a, a an email, help me refund at cdprojectred.com. And they're saying we'll do our best to help you. But I don't know if they they're not. They can't speak on behalf of Microsoft issue like refunding the game. You know, if 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 I got denied at, uh, my refund through Microsoft because you know maybe I played it too long or something, like what is CD Projekt Red going to do for me? Are they going to refund my money? Like, uh, no, possibly. I mean, that's that's sort of that is some of the rumors that I saw going around because I did hear, uh, I did hear, but that, that between all the pre-orders and like their first few days of launch they've already recouped their development costs. Like, that game broke Steam records. 
like wow. they've already made a whole lot of money because that game's been in development for years, like eight years, seven years, something yeah. like that. So, yeah, they're they, they're making a lot of money on that game for sure. So it wouldn't surprise me if that was maybe their next step. Hmm. But we'll see. It's 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 an evolving. Uh, it's an onion right now. Every day there's a new layer. So. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings, but uh, so I want to hear more about the game. Yeah, like the game itself. Like yeah. what's you know getting like all the negativity aside. Like you know there I've seen this is the future of open world games. Now that's what they're saying. Yeah, but. that's that's pretty that's pretty buzzwordy. So my experience with the game has been. Uh, I think pretty good. I'm I'm liking what I'm playing. I'm liking the story. Uh, I'm liking the characters. I'm liking the overall vibe of it. It can be... A a lot of people, uh, I think reviewers and and folks that are more our age are having some trouble with, like, the the tude in it, like, the attitude of it. Like, it, it kind of plays up some of that punky stuff that maybe we're just a little too old for. Um, And that stuff is in there, but it's mostly in like the marketing stuff in the game, like the billboards and like the radio stations. It's pretty cringy. Um, But like, I mean, Grand Theft Auto has a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It it does. This, this is maybe a little step further sometimes. Uh, Um, But uh, no, I'm enjoying those, those, you know, those parts of the game. It, it looks really pretty, even on Stadia. Um, you know, I'm not running it on some high-end gaming PC. It looks there's there's times when I will like stop, like kind of like in Skyrim or uh, Fallout or like one of those games where you just stop and go, man, this looks cool. Like this looks good. This is a, yeah. It's it's very dense. You know, that city is the whole open world map is, you know, basically that city. There's kind of a desert area, but um, the city is very dense. There's a lot of detail in it. Um, you know, it's, the more that I play it, the more I think they spent so much time on the world that they kind of, you know, lost the thread on the rest of it, which Mm. to me sort of makes sense as to why uh, some of the other things I'm going to talk about are kind of missing that are kind of staples in open world games nowadays. Um, but as far as the story goes, I'm I'm really liking the story. I picked the Corpo Path, um, where you start as like working for one of these corporations. Um, I don't know how the other paths play out, but it seems like they all sort of converge together. Um, a few after mm, a few okay. hours in, and then you end up kind of on the same path. There is a lot of different uh, different like speech checks and options, and I don't know how much those um, change some of the conversations. But I've definitely had some opportunities where I've been able to speech check because I'm a corpo, um, which has been kind of cool to see how those different things, you know, affect conversations. Um, and that was kind of a big thing in The Witcher, you know, depending on what stat, if you boosted those stats. Um, but, yeah, I'm liking the story. I've gotten to the point. I've gotten to Keanu. I've got Keanu now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really want to spoil too much of that because I know you haven't played it. But... That that dynamic, Keanu is in this game a lot, like a lot, a lot, which is I wasn't necessarily expecting, honestly. 
I figured he'd be kind of this like kind of side character, but he's very much in the forefront of the game. Um, and, and he does a pretty good job. Some of his stuff is a little hammy, I think. Some of his uh, lines and stuff are a little hammy. But he does a pretty good job, and it's pretty interesting to kind of hang out with him. Um, and so a lot of the other side characters, characters in the story are pretty good too. Um, some of the, like, uh, the brain dance lady, Judy, she's pretty cool. Um, some of the other, yeah, some of the other side characters are, are kind of interesting and they have some of their own little quests that you can go on that are, that are, I'm, I'm kind of itching to get into. Um, I've done some pretty cool side quests also. Um, I kind of stopped once I got through kind of the first act of the game, I kind of said, okay, I'm going to stop playing the main story now and I'm going to go and just kind of mess around with this map and look at all these different icons on this map and start doing some side stuff. And the, it kind of led me into, I was kind of specking my character into hacking and stealth. So I was putting my points into, I think it's intelligence or technical ability and then cool Cool is one of the attributes, and it nice. has the stealth stuff in it. Um, that 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 tree that that uh, what is it? That talent tree is huge. It's kind of overwhelming. I kind of I spent probably like a half an hour like going through and looking all of the the different uh, upgrades you could get. It's kind of figure out what kind of path I wanted to take. Um, but anyway, to to that point, I was kind of leaning toward this kind of being a hacker and like a stealth guy. So like. A lot of the encounters are very um, Assassin's Creed in nature. So you kind of walk up on this compound that's a hostile area, and as soon as you go into this, as soon as you pass this, you know, invisible wall, everybody's going to be aggroed, right? So or will aggro if they see you. So you kind of sneak around, and it kind of gives you the Assassin's Creed Deus Ex, like, hey, you know, through like visual cues like you can go this way you can go that way you kind of learn the game's uh kind of visual language you know you can mm-hmm. go up through this vent and sneak in this way or you can go in hot or you can hack that camera and what's what's kind of interesting with the hacking is is like if you hack a camera you can then use the camera to hack other things so like i can hack a camera use that camera to hack a tv to distract another enemy that i can't even see so I can like get by without them aggroing. Um, that was something that I was kind of struggling with early on. I was kind of trying to stealth through the game or certain encounters, and I was getting caught every time. Uh, some of that's because the the cone, like the vision cones on the enemies, don't seem to match up with what they show visually on the mini map. So on the mini map, they mm-hmm. have like vision cones, like. Metal Gear Solid style. And I don't think I've played a game recently where if you just pop out for a split second, like they're aggroed, like they start to aggro. And there's like this little timer that goes, they have like a little timer that goes up. And I think it's probably like three seconds. And if you keep them aggroed, they'll go full aggro and then start attacking you. Um, But man, I'll be, I'll be like, crouched behind stuff and like pass pass in behind like a bunch of junk and that junk might have like a little opening in it that like the game like the computer the game is telling that 
that uh, enemy, like, hey, he just passed through this little, like, sliver, and now you can see him. Like, there's no way anybody would have been able to see me. But, like, he's getting, he's starting to get aggro, and I'm like, man, this is not very forgiving in, in the aggro. Um, so I was kind of struggling with the stealth and kind of fumbled my way through a couple of encounters and eventually was like, okay, i got to figure out, you know, how does somebody who knows what they're doing went through this? And so I watched some, uh, I downloaded or I looked at some guides uh, online for like that one that I just played. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even see like these cameras because the HUD is pretty busy and like that world is just constant flashing freaking neon lights everywhere <laughs> and everything is right. red and like all your hacking stuff that you can hack is red. It's just, there's a lot going on. So like trying to figure out like what you can hack, what's something that you use, it's just for distracting people with something I can take control of. Um, it can be a little overwhelming until you kind of figure it out. And that's actually helped a lot, like going and watching videos of people kind of go through the, the same encounter, but a different way, um, kind of picking up on things that I, I didn't see the first time. Um, and it helped me. So like when I went through future encounters, I was, you know, doing much better. Um, so oh, it, yeah. And it's been... You know how many screenshots of build-outs and Divinity I have on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, just it's like trying to figure out, like, where where am I going to put... Where do I put all these specs at? And, like, what makes sense? Yeah, yeah. And the shooting the shooting is, is okay. It's not Call of Duty. It's not Destiny. It's okay. I, I would... I'd put it on par with, like, Fallout or, you know, something like that. Um, Borderlands? Um, no, not quite. What about Mass Effect? Hmm, I don't remember Mass Effect enough. That's a third-person shooter. Oh yeah, I don't know true. if I put them in the. I don't know if I put them in the same boat, but it, it's not. No, it's but... okay. It's okay. Hmm. Um, the melee, I think, is pretty fun. Actually, like it's it's instead of like uh, switching to like a shotgun when you get really close to people, you can switch to like a katana or like a hammer. And you have a sword. Yeah, I have a fucking katana. It's sweet. That's, that's pretty cool. I just got the. That's very uh, cyberpunk. I just got the mantis blades which are those crazy arm blades that come out of your arms. Those are pretty awesome. Um, looking forward to this using is this those. Assassin's Creed game? No, dude. It's like crazy. It's the ones from that original trailer that are like crazy oh. looking spider, like, I guess, mantis style, like blade. They're crazy. I can't believe you've never seen those mm. things. Um, <laughs> cause they're everywhere in the marketing material, but those are pretty cool looking. Um, yeah. So the combat and like the, the actual loop of that game I'm enjoying I'm, as I'm learning it. The tutorials are real bad for that stuff. Um, the driving is also real bad. And that kind of gets mm. into uh, some of my problems with that game is the AI is really bad, both in the NPCs and like the vehicles, like the other vehicles in the game. So if you just stop the car, like if you stop your car or motorcycle in the middle of the road, all the cars will just stop behind you like they don't path like they don't go around you it's like playing a ps3 open world game like they just stop and then uh it just seems like this engine that they built this thing on doesn't have a lot of physics like in gta like everything was kind of physics based um everything from like how you ran when you ran people over and this and that this this is not like that they just go full ragdoll um like when you shoot at water in Cyberpunk, nothing happens. Like there's no splish splash. Yeah, it's weird. Like and like when you shoot uh, tires out in cars, they don't go flat. Like oh. when you shoot the lights out, like you can go around. Like in GTA Five, you can go around and shoot every light out like on a car, 
or shoot the tires out, you know, and stuff like that. Like that stuff's kind of missing. So it's stuff like that that you would think would be in a game like this. It's just not there. Um, and then, yeah, just still a lot of bugs, a lot of bugs with the different controller inputs is the main thing that I'm having. Um, but, I, but I'm, I'm still enjoying it. It's, it's running well enough on Stadia that I can play it. It is buggy. It feels like a launch of a Bethesda game, you know, wow. hopefully it'll get better. You know, I, it will. I feel bad for people that can't play it. Cause I think there is a, a good game there. Um, as far as the story and stuff, but there is some 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 stuff missing. It is not redefining open world at all. Um, it's a really good one, but I haven't I haven't seen anything that makes me go, hmm, man, this is this is on another level. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish I, I wish if you would feel like it's on another level if you were playing it on like a next gen console, looks wise. Maybe not doing anything uh, incredible gameplay wise, but. My developer I work with, he's got a pretty beefy computer, and he was just kind of talking about how amazing it looks um, to him. So, I mean, it does look really good. I mean, there's some things that they're doing in, like, with the lighting and the in that open world that are that are really cool. Um, but it's just all graphical. Like, I don't. It's not. I think when you're talking about open sure. world, you're talking about a lot of different stuff, and like some of those stuff that I said was missing is is a part of that i think um yeah i don't know i'm gonna keep playing I mean, look we'll at see. look at rockstar rockstar has had decades of experience building open world games that you drive cars in and this is like their first one you know they've got experience with open world games but this is incredibly different than anything the witcher that you would do in the witcher you know yeah yeah I mean, it, I mean, it has a lot person. of, I will say, you know, Cyberpunk doesn't definitely has a lot of style. Like, it's got style. Whether or not you okay. like it or not is one thing. But it's definitely got a style. And, I mean, they definitely go for it. But just a lot of the, it's like a, uh, like a puppet show, right? Like, once you start getting into it and seeing how it all works, you know, and seeing, oh, these people are just walking around with, like, really no no point to them and then like all the different stuff with the cars it's just like hmm it's kind of like some glaring omissions for a 2020 open world game yeah i wish i wish you could have played it yeah i mean you know i could possibly still play it on pc i'm just i almost want to save it for them to launch their next gen version and when i buy you know an xbox play it on that good luck with that (laughs) <laughs> yeah right i don't think we that's on our get pulled from i don't think that's on our show notes but i sent you a link this week um there there was a report that um i don't know if it was uk-based hackers or if it was just uh bought people in general but um they had resold like sixty thousand xbox series x and playstation 5s or something ridiculous yeah. it was like 20 yeah. it was like 20 million dollars in in xboxes and like 30 million dollars in playstations i mean that's insanity i wonder when you would be able to just walk into a store and possibly run into one because i think they're like hold they're pretty much holding them for online sales like especially you know in covid times but yeah i just remember it was just finding it crazy the first time i seen a switch on the shelf yeah just like oh wow there's (laughs) 
They exist. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. 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 Any other things with cyberpunk? Ah, man. No, I, I want to keep playing it. I want to. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to make it through the main story. It sounds like it's somewhere between 30 and 40 ish hours, but I've, I've spent a lot of time doing some side stuff. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see here. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you'll get to play here sometime soon. Hey, I um, I know you probably have not touched Valhalla, but this, you know, the the state that um, Cyberpunk launched in, it it prompted a lot of dialogue around people's thoughts on Valhalla and how buggy that game was to them. And I don't really remember you talking about that game being too buggy. Did you did you notice a lot of bugs with that game? Uh, that game runs really bad on my okay, Xbox. Maybe that's what it is. Um, it has screen tearing like like no other game. I, I it, it's still really bad. I haven't played it in probably a week. Um, but even after sure. they they had a big patch, it was like a forty gig patch or something stupid. Um, kind of right before Cyberpunk came out, and it still didn't run great. It's just playable. I had played twenty or thirty hours of it, but um, right. But yeah, it was just really bad screen tearing. Yeah, I mean, I I want to play that game, and maybe I will pick it up on PC. But I don't think there's anything there that I f- that it, it's like you must experience this now. Like listening to you, listening to other people talk about it. It's like I feel like I can wait because even if I did get it on PC, my PC is not up to snuff with a lot of that stuff, and. I know that they're doing a lot of... They're going to be patching it a lot. So I think I'm okay to wait for like, you know, those January, February rollout of patches and see, you know, if I think my computer can handle it from You can there. play it right now. Yeah. Stadia, Stadia is free. Stadia doesn't cost anything. It costs something if I wanted to play in 4K though, right? Yeah, you'd have to pay the 10, the 10 bucks a month. But right, for okay. 1080p, you just have to buy the game. You can use your Xbox ah. controller and play it on your iPad. Like I told you in like a previous episode, man, I'm starting to become a little bit of a snob of that. So I kind of want to wait. Speaking of being a snob, we have to talk about uh, Fitness Plus. Okay. So we've we've done podcasts in the past. You know, we we both enjoy working out. It's it's kind of a it's something that we enjoy doing. And I've been working out at home a lot, you know, using resistance bands and we've got an exercise bike and, you know, I watch my nerdy cartoons like while I'm riding my bike and I'll use my bands and I've been excited for Fitness Plus. You know, I want to get the Apple One subscription and um, so I've been, you know, looking forward to this. They said it was at the end of the year uh, before they would launch it. I didn't know they literally meant the very end of the year, uh, but it's out now. Uh, it is $10 a month. If you've bought a watch recently, you get three months of it for free. Now, when I bought my iPad, uh, I got I received uh, Apple Music and um apple news we've talked about the the news app on there uh on a previous show as well and i had codes from best buy where i bought that from but this it like my watch knows it's new i guess and it was just right from my watch 
or maybe it was my phone. It was just like, do you want to subscribe to this? And here's your free three months. It's like, yep, okay, I perfect. got the same thing. This is great. Yeah, it was cool. You know, it was, um, I wasn't looking for some, you know, coupon code or something like it was just right there on my device. Like, great. So go downstairs. I am like all jazzed up to workouts on my lunch break. And, um, First off, I can't find the fitness app on my iPad. Yeah. And so that like was a couple days later, you know, that didn't launch right away. So I had my phone and I um, hooked it or like I was trying to get AirPlay to work and AirPlay does not work on Fitness Plus. You cannot stream Fitness Plus videos to a device it plays the audio but it does not play the video and i've seen a lot of people say that they think that it could possibly be a bug i disagree i think it's deliberate because if you hit you can preview any of the workouts and that will show up on a screen yeah but as soon as you start the workout it does not so i can hear I can hear the Fitness Plus going through uh, my soundbar, but I cannot watch it. So I've got this big fucking TV, and I've got my little 10-inch iPad propped up in front of it, and I'm trying to watch these, because I'm doing strength training on there. You know, I'm I'm not using it, I'm not propping it up on my uh, exercise bike and and doing something where I'm kind of like watching it. No, they're like telling me to lay on my back and I'm trying to like follow their directions by just listening to them. But it's tough because I can't really see the screen. I'm far away from the screen. So it's it kind of blows my mind a little bit that that they would even have that as an option. Like I couldn't imagine trying to do a strength training workout on my phone. Like Why even have that on there? Nobody's going to use it like that. So I have a connector where I can connect like uh, through an HDMI cable, connect that through uh, my phone. And even that wasn't working. Now, I've seen other people say that they've had success with that, but I did not. Hmm. See, I think the, and, and I think see, the phone is the place they want you to do this. But I, again, Where else are you like, going to do it? Not everybody has an iPad. Everybody's got an iPhone. I, it, it's some of those training videos, like you've, you kind of have to watch what they're doing. And it's hard to do that if your device is propped up somewhere because it's not. I don't have it strapped to my face. You gotta get a pop socket, you know I mean? man. Pop sockets. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could, but I'm strength training. I've got dumbbells in my hands, or I've got my little bands, you know, in mm-hmm. my hands. But um, so another cool thing I thought about this whole thing is, you know, they were like, we're integrated with Apple Music, and I was like, okay, well, maybe I can like build like a like a playlist and and kind of bring it into the app. Um, It is not that at all. They curate the music and it's not going to change because half the uh, workout instructors are singing the songs with the music as it's playing. Yeah. And so I thought it was like this integration thing where I could like bring in my own playlist, but it is not that at all. So they're like, Here's a set list of music that you're going to listen to. I hope you like pop and I hope you like the latest hits because that's what you're going to get. Yep. Which is, it's fine. You know, I mean, it's, it, it is launched. It's, it is 
perfectly fine. Um, I want them to have more filters where I can kind of sort through this stuff. So like some dumbbells I don't have uh, and some stuff you just can't do with a band. Like if you're doing like a low row or something on your knees, you can't do that with a band. But I don't have a way to filter that out. I don't have a way to say like, I don't have X equipment. You just have to read every one of the descriptions or watch their little 30 second clip of what they will have you do during the trainings. But again, that's fine. Like they at least are a little more like visible with that stuff. And as you're using it, you'll probably take a liking to one of the instructors or so. The ones I've watched so far, they're fine. They're goofy, but that's that's perfectly fine. I'd rather have somebody goofy than somebody like really try to listen to somebody really boring explain this stuff. So yeah, they get up there and ham it up and uh, it's cool to see your rings. You know, they'll they'll show like your Apple Watch six, like um, you're 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 trying to close three three rings, um, and they'll show your progress on the screen. And I I think that's kind of cool. Um, but you know, for the most part, I it's you know I did T twenty five for a while. I, it's really nothing different than that, except you've got a little bit more of like that software visibility there on the screen, but. Um, yeah, the, I will say they've got a lot of beginner stuff, which is cool. So if you're new to working out, this might be a good thing to kind of hop into. Um, they have filters where you can say, I only want to do 10 minutes of working out or 20 or 30. I think 40 might be the max right now. Um, one problem I always had playing with ring fit is I would want to, I would want to string a bunch of exercises together, but in this you know, if I did a 20 minute exercise, I'd have to kind of scroll through and figure out, okay, what, what's the next thing I want to do? I can't, I, I don't have a way to like build a playlist, like throw this directly after, cause I want to keep my heart rate up. I don't want to take a break. Yeah. I think there's, there's a lot of work that needs done to it. I think they, they have potential to build a lot of cool features in this. And I hope they do. I think, I think being part of their big Apple one subscription, they're marketing the shit out of this. I will say like, I see fitness all over the place and it's probably, it might be due to the fact that I've searched it one too many times on my phone, but I've seen a lot of advertisements for this and I'm hoping that they continue to evolve it because I think that it's cool enough and I plan on continuing to use it. Uh, I was looking for something to replace uh, ring fit and I think it's, a decent enough one. I really want them to get the freaking airplay stuff working though. <laughs> I don't want to buy. I have no reason to buy an to uh, buy an Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah. I so. so I did um I did a workout the other day. Um I I basically agree with you. The the instructor that I had on that one was okay. Um, a lot of it, I did a core workout and it was mostly, um, planks and like mobility. Um, it was 10 minutes, uh, probably four of those minutes were stretching on yeah. both ends, which is pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. I, I think my, my biggest shock when I downloaded this and started kind of scrolling through it is most of these are 10 or 20 minutes. Yep. And 10 and 20 minutes is not enough time to really do anything, in my opinion. Right. Um, and, and then I thought to myself, 
okay, this app is not for um, people who are serious about fitness. This app is for people who have an iPhone and have an Apple Watch and aren't working out and want to work out. That's who this. Yep. That's what this product is for. Um, oh, absolutely. Because you know anybody that's anybody that has a history with working out or lifting weights or being an athlete, even in high school, you know, a quick YouTube and you can get a better ten minute, thirty minute, forty minute workout than what you're getting on here. But what you're not going to yep. get is your little rings on there and your calories burned on the screen. I mean, those are going to be on your watch anyway. That was really the only um, kind of new thing they were doing was showing, like, beaming that stuff from your watch to the screen, which I guess is kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I was pretty – kind of looking through it, I was pretty underwhelmed. Um, I th- I think the thing that I wanted to see was was let me build a training plan. Like here's, here's, I mean, you, right. you have the health app, you know how much I weigh, you know how old I am, you know how tall I am, you know what sex I am, you know everything about me in this freaking phone. Like, let me, like, like take me through like a, a training plan wizard for lack of a better term and be like, okay, what do you want to do, Rich? Do you want to build muscle or gain weight or lose weight? Uh, I want to lose weight. Okay. Right. Well, right now you weigh uh, 180 pounds. So how much weight you want to lose? Well, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay, well, you need to do some core, this and that and this and that. And, well, you know, how much time do you have? Well, I have 30 minutes, you know, three times a week. Okay, what days do you want to do those workouts on? Well, let's do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay, cool. We're going to set up a schedule, and then every yep. every week, every one of those days, we're going to remind you, you know, you need to do your workout today because um, your watch and your phone are already reminding you about standing and working and exercising and all your rings like that's what I thought this was gonna be, without knowing really a whole lot about it, and and it, it is funny because when I first loaded it up, it's the the headline says "Welcome to Fitness Plus, the new personal fitness experience for everyone." And I read that and I said, "Personal fitness." What's personal? And I'm like, "What's <laughs> what's?" Personal? And that's what I was like, "Oh, okay, I want to be able to do some of this stuff." And I'm looking through. I'm like what is personal about this? Like, this is just a bunch yeah. of YouTube videos. I mean, and some of them are only 10 minutes long. Like, why do you need to cool down and stretch for four minutes when all you did was planks for six minutes? Like, I don't, right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I found, so I, I found that, that line in there, personal fitness experience for everyone is like, okay, that's, that's sort of weird, but I guess they're going to change it every week. Like every week there'll be new workouts. So that's, that's kind of a cool thing. So it's not going to be stagnant. Um, you're gonna be doing the same um, same mobility moves and same calisthenics and same workouts over and over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I hear you and that you want it to be more, but I don't think it's gonna right. be. I think it's gonna stay exactly no. how it is right now. Yeah. For probably like they will two add years. a feature or two next year, like during the iOS 15 launch or whatever. They'll add like a couple new features, and I'll be fucking crying. I'll be so excited then. You know, 2021 Matt is going to be looking forward to this new update with Fitness Plus. But um, I did so like my calves are on fire right now. I will say that there was uh, a 30 minute hit I did where I just basically was just jumping the whole time and it seemed like but 
when I was saying like to add more filters, I did a 30 minute strength exercise that was like, we're going to fuck up your upper and lower body. And I was like, okay, let's do a full body workout. That's fine. And I swear we just burned my shoulders off. (laughs) And so now I feel like I need to catalog that because you know, if you're doing strength training, you tend to want to do a split, some sort of split workout. Yeah. Where it's either like, okay, I'm going to do upper and then lower and then, or I'm going to do push and pull, or I'm going to do, you know, show, um, uh, I'm going to do chest and back together and then I'll just like burn my arms off one day. So like it's, I'm going to have to create me a freaking notion database of all these different ones. (laughs) That's going to be like, okay, I know this video here is shoulders so on my quote unquote shoulder day, I'll make sure I do this video, but am I going to go through the, I'm not doing all that. No, I'm not doing all that. I just, I want to be lazy about it and just pick up 30 minute video and do it. But I don't really know what it's going to have me doing. That's, and that's what I don't like gonna, about they, it is yeah, the whole pitch of this they're, thing it's is just is, very vo- it, they're just very vague. You yeah, know, the it's whole like, thing you'll is you'll do this. Yeah, yeah. Their their whole pitch is ease of friction. Like take friction away. You just turn your turn your phone on, go to the fitness app, pick one of these things, and just go. You know, it's not overly complicated. There's not a bunch of. Uh, I think probably like doing like a training plan probably scared them off. Like no, nah, just give me the. You know, give me the equivalent of YouTube for Fitness Plus or Netflix for Fitness. You right. know, like that. Yeah, that's what people. You know, you're not average, but someone who doesn't work out all the time and is wanting to do so is going to want to do. Because um, I actually pay. I pay for a um, a fitness, a strength training, and fitness training that is cycling based. So, like this guy has his own. Um, like website and like little company where it's all strength training for cyclists. And I signed, I signed up for it. It's mm-hmm. a yearly subscription and he has a bunch of different, um, basically blocks. And he's like, okay, here's like off season for road cyclists. And here's, um, mid season for mountain bikers. And here's, you know, for enduro and all these different things. And then he's got other general stuff. But when you go into that stuff, it's like, okay, this is 10 weeks long. You're going to need dumbbells. You're going to need access to like a pull-up bar. You're going to need a bench. You're going to need, you know, this and that and the other. And then you're like, okay. And then it's like, okay, what days? Just kind of like what I was talking about earlier, like like an actual training plan to follow. Right. Um, and that's not what this is. It's just fundamentally not that. No, and, and I know we're kind of tiptoeing around it, but it really seems it, it is geared to more towards beginners or people that, um, yeah, just kind of want to be lazy about it. I just want to burn 100 calories or so. Well, you can do that with this app. Turn it on one of those 20-minute videos. You're going to burn 100-something calories, and they're going to let you know because they're going to show your rings and show the bedazzled effect, and then you're going to be happy. Yeah, the content and the content fine. of the one I did was fine. Like the, the stuff my yes. trainer was talking about, like, uh, like stability and breathing and, and, you know, different things that were being stretched, you know, or, or you were working on or things to focus on. It was all good content. The content there was good. I just wish it was structured a little bit differently. Right. I mean, I've been to a gym enough and I'm sure you have too, where you kind of know what you want to do. Um, 
And you're not going to get that with this. No. So at the end of the day, right now, I'm just trying to lose weight. And I have a pull-up bar. I'm doing pull-ups and push-ups on my own outside of this. So I'm at least doing something there. But again, I'm picking these videos and I don't, at the end of the, I don't know what I'm getting into. Like it's a, you know, a core workout, you know, you kind of get an idea of what that's going to be. But like these different strength training workouts, I don't know what I'm getting. Like I did one today and it was a bunch of squats and um, uh, curls. Mm. I'm just like, this is a weird combination of stuff, but you know, whatever, like I'm going with it. But it was just strange. Like, it didn't tell me anywhere, like, here's the muscle groups that we're going to be targeting. It'd be nice if they showed that. Right. So then yeah. you would know, like, right now my calves are on fire. So if there's there's a workout video where they're like, okay, we're, we're going to tackle calves in this video, I would know to stay away from that. And then if they keep adding videos, are they going to start dropping, like, older videos or maybe, like, less popular ones? I'm or sure. Or is this just going... Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, or is it going to turn into a store of just like way too many videos? And no, I bet they're going to keep it very curated. Especially yeah. they're going to be doing it on a weekly basis. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, I bet this whole app. Yeah, but like, like how many? Out. You know, I will say it uh, kind of makes me want to get a row machine. <laughs> like I have a treadmill and a and a um, an exercise bike, but those row machines look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, they actually do. Yeah. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, Rich, we have so much <laughs> left. Do we want to dive into this stuff, or I mean, we're already pushing an hour. Yeah, let's uh, let's table the game stuff and let's talk about this uh, Disney stuff because I think you okay. and I are probably more interested in that. Okay. Uh, well, actually, just to hit on the game stuff real quick, it's kind of crazy. They were supposed to uh, launch EA game pass through the game pass service uh tuesday and the day that they were supposed to release it they pushed it to next year right i don't really know why <laughs> they just said I, I don't know if they just ran into some issues um yeah but yeah so i thought that was interesting and uh yeah the game awards happened i know we went through and chose a bunch of different things i have not looked at that but uh, i think i won them all so the this Disney, oh uh, man, so this Disney like just announced just a shitload of stuff um, through all, a lot of their services. They're announcing new services. They've got Star and Star Plus, I think, is is um, launching uh, international for like some of their uh, like rated R stuff. So, uh, you know, you'll see the Deadpool movies and that kind of stuff show up on that service that you're never you're never going to see that stuff on Disney Plus. They, they basically want you to be able to hand a kid a controller or like a remote and just kind of pick anything on there. They'll, they should be fine. So, but they've, um, yeah, they announced a ton of stuff. Do we, well, first off, before we get into this, I have to say, I was looking through my Twitter. Um, there is a comic series that has been in development hell for like 10 years. And... They actually announced, I've I, I seen a, the tweet, it was like two and a half years ago, they announced that Diane Lane is going to play the main character, his name is York, uh, the main character's mom in the show. And I was like, oh shit, okay, we've got some like high profile actors and actresses coming in. This is actually going to happen. Well, that was two and a half years ago. Got put on hold again. 
it got brought up during this. Hmm. I was looking through, I was looking through all the the news, and um, I just happened to see Why is the Last Man, and I was like, oh, I loved that series. Uh, that's a really good comic series written by uh, Brian K. Vaughn, who wrote, uh, who is still currently writing the the comic saga that I've you know you've heard me talk about a lot. Uh, that's a that's a really fun series to read. And they're they're making a TV show about it on FX, and they like finally announced some different stuff about that. So um, it looks like it might be happening, but um, that that was like probably one of the most exciting things to me. But yeah, they announced all kinds of Marvel stuff. They've got, I mean, they had National Geographic stuff up there. Lucasfilm announced a bunch of stuff. It's going to be another um, Indiana Jones coming out of them. Disney Animation, Pixar. Um, one of the big surprises was that they are not going the direction that uh, HBO is and Warner Brothers. They made no announcement of m- making any of those upcoming Marvel movies part of Disney Plus, like Day and Date when that comes out the theater. So they're still pretty invested in, in getting that um, theater money in as much as possible. But uh, AMC is looking like they're about to knock on the doors of uh, bankruptcy. So mm-hmm. I think they've said expect that in the next three months or investors have, or so we'll see, but, uh, where do you want to start with this? I know I just kind of threw a bunch of stuff out there, but uh, really the biggest thing I was interested in is they kind of announced a crap ton of star Wars stuff. Like anybody who's been yeah. in star Wars for more than five minutes has their own show now. like 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 i'm looking at this uh this like screenshot of all the different like title cards for these new shows and you have obviously the mandalorian and these are all on disney plus so you have the mandalorian you have the rangers of the new republic which it sounds like it's going to be um what is her name gina carano from mandalorian the sheriff lady yeah Sounds like it's going to be her and maybe some of the X-Wing pilots. Um, Ahsoka's getting her own spinoff show, which we kind of figured would happen. Uh, then Andor. Mando was announced for two more seasons, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the uh, Andor series, which I think we knew about the guy from uh, Rogue One. Um, then you have the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which has been a kind of a known quantity for a little while uh, but it was yeah. announced that Hayden Christensen Hayden Christensen was going to return as Darth Vader in that series um, wow. and then you have The Bad Batch which I think is an animated going to be an animated series seems like it's uh, something t- like kind of along the lines of Clone Wars yeah 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 yeah, yeah. then we have a Lando series some sort of droid story, something Visions. I don't even know what the Visions one is. No, I don't either. And then there's a Rogue Squadron, something or other. Yeah, just a crap ton of new Star Wars stuff. And a lot of trailers, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of this stuff is 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 in production, so... Yeah, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty wild. They, they also they also announced a new trilogy of movies. Did they? Did they? Yep. I think they even gave dates 2025 and 2027. Did they say who was involved? Uh, uh, Taika Waititi is going to be doing, I think, either the second or the third movie. 
Hmm. Who else? Which, if you if you know who that is, it it's is the um, Thor Ragnarok he, guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if they announced anyone else. Oh wait, no the the um the lady that directed the Wonder Woman movies. She is going to be directing, I think, Squadron. Hmm. Okay. The Squadron movie. Um. Oh, man, I'm blank. Uh, Jenkins. Oh, what is her name? Yeah, uh, Patty Jenkins. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she is she is signed on to do uh, one of the movies. Hmm. So she's doing Rogue Squadron. Okay. Yeah, but they've they did announce there will be a new trilogy of movies, but I don't I don't know if it's going to be based on around like a Jedi or. If it's going to be um, disconnected, like they were going to do the trilogy of movies with uh, um, the solo movie and Rogue One, where it was like just their own um, contained stories, right, right? Right. Which I like that aspect of it. You know, I think it's I think it's cool. I don't need like a trilogy. Not everything needs to be a trilogy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that that was kind of the biggest shocker for me out of that was all those new series getting announced. Um, Seems kind of crazy, and they're all listed as Disney Plus. I don't know how like far out they are, but I don't know. It's pretty wild. I mean, I think it's I think to the majority of the stuff announced outside of those movies where they put dates on them. I think they're expecting within the next two years that we will see this stuff on Disney. So you think Plus. they're just gonna like book in these things together? Like the Mandalorian runs eight episodes, and then starts ahsoka's and then starts obi-wan and then starts like they're just gonna put them right back to back i mean the amount of stuff that they announced that wouldn't surprise me and i think they're they would like to do that with this marvel stuff because i think that they have two marvel shows that are launching in january Hmm. so um and i don't i don't think they're related to each other you know wandavision is coming out um i think january 15th but there's one that starts january 8th and yeah, the amount of stuff that they announce, you know, if they're going to do the week by week thing that they're doing with the Mandalorian, yeah, they would, it would, I would see some of this stuff possibly not overlapping, but yeah, just being, being kind of back to back, like you said. I did see they were up in the price for Disney Plus <clears throat> to eight bucks. One of the headlines I read was like, there's the price it wasn't they didn't use the word skyrocket but it was something like that price uh wasn't gouging but i I was just like oh shit what a a dollar what are you talking about what kind of fucking headline are you writing but they must be making a ton of money on that service to be making all these shows oh it was like uh didn't they have 70 million subscribers i yeah i don't know I'm not so, sure. I mean, you, you're talking seventy times eight, five hundred and sixty million dollars they're making a month. Whew. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Maybe they can refund uh do some refunds for Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean HBO, they're doing um, you know, it's fifteen a month. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they, I th- I've seen some analysts. You know, they made that decision to to uh, launch a lot of their movies day and date, which is I'm so excited about. But uh, they're saying that they're going to lose a billion dollars on doing that. But they're they're thinking that they can recoup it just having a lot of the monthly income coming from HBO Max. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, hey, you know what? 
it was a great day for a large corporation. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy <laughs> fully, for them. Fully uh, cyberpunk now. I I really, I mean, I love the Marvel. I didn't read a whole lot of Marvel comics growing up, but I just love what they're doing with, with you know, all those movies. And um, they, they had a lot of trailers. I, I wasn't expecting trailers for the Loki show and um, the... Uh, falcon and the winter soldier but they they have trailers out for them they look good you know they say that they're giving it the same treatment that they would a movie like expect a movie quality um in these shows but it's just told along or across like a, a larger time span and it seems like they're doing eight episodes for a lot of their stuff um you know they're doing eight episodes for mando i think I, th- I think they've already announced that the, some of those Marvel shows are going to be eight episodes. And I think one division is they've already announced that to be eight episodes. Mm. So that's pretty cool. That's I like that. But, and if it can be like eight quality episodes versus, you know, if I sit down to watch uh, clone wars or I remember when I, when I first sat down to watch West wing and I was like, Oh my God, there's 22 episodes a season and they're an hour long. My gosh, this is going to take forever. And it has. So, do we want to talk about Mandalorian at all? Um, Did, was anything very exciting about that episode to you? I I didn't think it was a good one, honestly. It did a little bit more world building, but uh, I thought the so this is chapter thirteen that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so. no, is it chapter thirteen? Is that right? Or twelve? Is it twelve? Twelve? I can't remember. Anyway, it's the one with Bill Burr in it. I think. I think next. I think tomorrow. You know, if you're listening to this on Friday, today's episode is supposed to be the last one, right? I can't remember anymore. Maybe hell, maybe it's fifteen. Yeah, I can't because I can't anymore. count. Um, yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah, it's the one with Bill Burr. Um, his character from last season gets uh, basically busted out of jail, and I don't know. It just seemed. The whole episode just seemed weird to me. Um, the section that kind of threw me off was when they were sitting in that truck, and Mando and Bilber are like, you know, delivering that that stuff, um, and he's like going on like this monologue about like politics and like life and like like Mando Mando's not saying anything back, <laughs> and so it's just like <laughs> right. it's just a really weird sequence. Where he's just like, yeah, man, everybody's being ran by somebody. La da dee dee da. It's like, what? What are you talking about? That that whole bit was really weird. I thought. I did. I did catch myself um, cheering for the for the um, not the resistance, but the uh, why am I blanking on the, the bad guys' names? Yeah, the, thank you. The Empire. I was cheering for the Empire when the Tie Fighters showed up and they started killing all the bandits. So I was just like, "Hell yeah!" Oh wait, oh, wait these yeah. bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> like that was they actually like made me care about them a little bit, and I thought that was kind of I thought that was a cool little twist that they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he he hey he got to act a little bit. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, man, he got to take the helmet off face. And, and do some acting. Yeah, yeah. So that was chapter. Yeah, and then uh, that, he that was he, chapter fifteen. Yeah, thanks. I I was counting by sevens and not eight. Um, he he gave the same speech to uh, man. I'm just terrible with names tonight. 
um, M guy, bad guy, major bad guy from Breaking Bad. Um, he gave the same speech that that he gave to him when he was trying to go after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Baby uh, Yoda. Moff Gideon. I thought that was kind of cool. Moff Gideon. Yeah, Moff. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool, cool little touch and throwback, but a little cheesy. But you know, this show was kind of cheesy anyway. So I thought it was fine. Fine yeah. episode. I, I'm I'm curious, like how they'll wrap it up. Uh, uh, can they can they leave Baby Yoda hanging until next year? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. <laughs> they sure can. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I feel like it's setting up for a for a dark saber versus Beskar staff uh, fight. I'm trying to get my son more excited in Clone Wars. Anytime I bring it up to him, he's just like, "Uh, oh, not right now." I'm like, "I'm gonna watch this show without you because I'm not doing this episode <laughs> a week because it's gonna take freaking." 200 weeks to get through this show yeah, yeah, so yeah. i can't be doing how that. much farther how far are you into it i'm still in the first season mm. yeah man just, you gotta I, just you just gotta keep keep watching while you work out or just keep burning through it it just gets better and better yeah i've heard and i'm not gonna do this so like but i've heard like you can kind of skip that first season mm, no i wouldn't do that I, that's why I said I'm not going to do it because I feel like I, I have to see it. Because I think the, the stuff that they've been you know doing so far has been interesting enough. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. I'm halfway through season four right now. I'm looking, oh, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the app. So what was in season one here? Yeah, it's a pretty long season. Yeah. Are they all 22 episodes? 22 minutes? Yeah. Uh, 22 episodes? Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like one of them is a little longer, actually. Oh, great. That's great. Great to hear. No, maybe they all are. They might be. My gosh. So much TV. Yeah. And do I need to watch Rebels? No, get through this first. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely get through this first. Yeah, in season two, you're going to get into the Mandalore plot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So once you get... um, about halfway through season two, you'll get into the Mandalore plot, which is a really good plot. And actually, okay. um, the first episode of season two introduces one of the better villains, the uh, the guy in the cowboy hat I was talking about. Last week, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, as soon as I turned the show on, my dad was like, so when, when does Mando come on? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about this show. I was like, but there's Anakin, ain't that cool? But yeah, he man. just didn't care. No, he. I think I need to show him the movies. Hmm. I think, but he's six. He, I just don't know if he's gonna retain all that. I mean, he's 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 pretty smart, but I don't know. All right, we ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a pretty good podcast. Yeah, I th- there's there was some cool video game stuff um, that was talked about during the Game Awards, and there's been some stuff that's happened since then. So maybe we can talk about that stuff on our mixed bag episode. Uh, so on that one again, uh, like we said at the beginning, we will be uh, our comic of the month is uh, the Dune, the new Dune graphic novel. Um, that episode is actually going to launch 
I think January 2nd. So it's technically just out of the month a little bit. Um, but I think we've already got our comic picked for the for the month of January. So we'll we'll make sure we cover that stuff. So uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send that to emails at bitpunch.tech. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BitPunch, and our website is bitpunch.tech. Thank you, Rich, for putting that together. Yep. Uh, and thank you for being on the show this week. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep keep plugging my way through Cyberpunk, and uh, man, yeah, you, you just got to play it. Figure out a way to play it so we can talk about it. I, I mean, I have a computer that can play it. <laughs> I think so, anyway. Yeah. But I... Uh, I don't want to wait for those patches. Yeah, try these Rich. things for the good of the podcast, man. See, I thought I was doing us a good thing of playing the brand new hot Mass Effect game. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, geez, what are you doing with your time? I know you don't have a lot of well, time and you're playing Mass Effect Andromeda. No. <laughs> Somewhere Jeff Bad Jeff Gersman is already. looking it up into the sky and just screaming, No, <laughs> <laughs> he hated that game so much <laughs> I think uh, next week I will be talking about <laughs> the hot new uh, Minecraft but um, uh, NVIDIA released some ray tracing uh, uh, pa- uh, not patches but there's a new driver out for it yeah. it's actually been downloading as we're, we've been recording oh boy. So I definitely want to check that out but Yes. All right. We will be back next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See ya.